Hey y'all, welcome to a segment of Meninge Trois. I'm your hostess, Keeks, and I would like to welcome you to my podcast. I hope you all had a great week. Fall is officially here, the season of harvest. You know, I'm typically not a person that's a big fan of fall, but when I think of it in that aspect of it being the season of harvest, it makes me appreciate it so much more. So, on the other hand, we don't have any housekeeping things to go over right now, so I can just get into the material right away. I will like to make a disclaimer that this episode may be a little bit longer than the others, just because the content requires it to be so. I just wanted to let you guys know that. So, last time, I talked about discovering your motivational blocks and finding out why we allow these things to hinder us in achieving success. In this segment, we're going to talk about the significance of goal setting and creating short and long-term goals. So, today's conversation was inspired by a series of events where I, Keeks, had to do some reevaluating of mm, my life. As I discussed in a previous episode, I recently received some tough love from my showme where she called me out on not being as proactive and productive as I said I was going to be prior to my recent move. And that conversation affected me in many ways because I found truth in a lot of the things she was saying. But also, because it was coming from her, my very own best friend and sister, it was even more powerful and impactful so after doing some thinking I decided to do some evaluating and reevaluating. I uh yeah because it, it was it was necessary you guys so I chose to create some goals for myself to ensure that I am progressing towards my success now, we always hear about setting goals in, an, in relation to success, and I think we forget how important goal setting is when we think about success. Goal setting is a crucial tool we often forget to utilize, and I'm not totally sure why, but it's a great tool to use because not only does it give us something to look forward to, but it is a physical sign and measurement that guarantees we are advancing in the ways we desire to. You see, I believe establishing goals, it also plays a role in accountability because it helps you to develop a guilty conscience and... I hope that having that guilty conscience will motivate you to do what you know you should be doing. Because it's like, if you know you have something you are supposed to be working towards and you encounter events that prove or show that you are not working towards that goal, you develop a guilty conscience. Because you know what you should be doing, but you also know that you're not doing everything you can to execute that. So... When I was establishing my goals, I chose to look at some of my biggest personal struggles. I did an activity to assist me in the process, and I did this activity to help me understand what my greatest strengths and weaknesses are. 
I then use the feedback from the activity to design my short and long-term goals. So for the activity I did, I asked five of the closest people to me to make a list of five things they admire about me and five things I do that they strongly dislike. Notice I said strongly dislike, not hate. I also created this list for myself. Five things about myself that I cherish and value and five things about myself that I can't stand. It's a great activity for for reflection. I actually learned a lot about myself and it helps you to see how you feel and view yourself in addition to encouraging you to change the things within yourself that you don't like. Now, because we are all friends here, I'm going to share with you some of the feedback I received in addition to some of the feedback I gave myself. I'm then going to show you how I use that feedback to design my short and long-term goals. I'm not going to get into the feedback too much for the sake of time and to stay on topic, but I will give you a general idea so you can better understand my goals and why I established them in the ways I did. And who knows, maybe this will inspire you to design your goals in the same way or a similar pattern. Okay, so with the feedback, I'll start with the positive things that I received. So of the five people I asked, myself included, I found that I am very adventurous, cheerful, creative, deep, analytical, empathetic, a great leader, and very nurturing. Now, on the other hand, some of my weaknesses include being selfish, stubborn, inflexible, self-centered, timid, and impatient. Goodness, those sound terrible. Every time I look at these, you guys, I have the same reaction. But I'm a work in progress. Don't judge me, you guys. We're working on it. (laughs) Now, I don't know if you noticed, but there are more positives than negatives. And this is a good sign. I mean, other than for the obvious reason. But having this difference is great because it enhances the pattern and the negatives. And that is actually one major reason why I chose to do this activity, to see if I can notice any trends in the feedback I received, even from myself. And I definitely see them. So it's great that I wrote these things down, but I'm a visual learner. I like to see graphs and charts and colors and as many visual representations when I'm learning something new. So when creating the outline for my goal chart, I began by listing the categories that I use to help create each goal. So I'm going to have a visual um, that I'm going to upload on Instagram for you all to reference. And I think that this visual will better show how I designed my goal chart. And then also you all can understand it better compared to me trying to describe it to you all. But I'm still going to try to describe it to you in the best ways that I can. So, for my goal chart, I started off by listing the weaknesses or weakness that I want to change. The weaknesses are the same weaknesses I received from my activity. Then, following the weaknesses, I have the long-term goals. 
which is the overall long-term goal that I am going to be working towards. And following the long-term goal are the strengths. And similar to the weaknesses, the strengths I use are the same strengths I receive from my activity. I chose to use these as a means of counteracting my weaknesses, but also as an encouraging technique to show myself that I currently possess qualities that could cancel out my weaknesses. Then finally, I have my day-to-day activities that I'll be doing every single day to negate my weaknesses. I chose to break down my day-to-day activities into spiritual, physical, and mental activities because I wanted all of me to be doing something and counteracting my weaknesses. I wanted to have a balance because it wouldn't make sense to pray and ask God to teach me selflessness, which is a spiritual activity, but not physically do something to promote this or have the mental activity or encouragement to support me in being selfless if that makes sense and once again I'm going to have a visual aid for you all to help better understand my chart and I know this may all sound really confusing but if you all reference Instagram later on today you will definitely see the visual aid there so on to the next thing I'm going to provide you all uh with a few examples so you can better understand the flow of things. And I think when I describe the examples, it will make more sense. So when designing my goals, I chose to center them around my weaknesses. And I did this because I think it will help me make sure I'm attacking my weaknesses directly. And in mapping out my goals, I chose to take my weaknesses and identify the best strengths to help counteract that particular weakness. So I'm going to start off with the first example. And I think once I explain this, it will flow better. So my first example, I have uh, two weaknesses you all heard was being selfish and self-centered. And these are actually one of my biggest struggles. Well, I guess two of my biggest struggles. So for the weaknesses, of course, I have selfish and self-centered. For the strength to counteract that weakness, I have nurturing, empathetic, and adventurous. Now you notice that within both my weaknesses and strength, those are terms that I was provided with when I did my activity and I asked for feedback. And I know I said that before, I just wanted to emphasize that in that moment. So for my long-term goal, I have to practice selflessness and overcome selfishness. For my spiritual day-to-day activity, I have pray to God to teach me selflessness and show me how to live a life of empathy. For my physical day-to-day activity, I have being a blessing to someone every day by doing a kind gesture that does not pertain to self. And for my mental day-to-day activity... I have remembering to put others before myself, telling myself that God loves me just the way I am and that it's okay to be a giving person. Don't always expect something in return when giving. Understanding that that may be God's calling for me to be a nurturer and caregiver to someone who may not have experienced that or felt that. Knowing that I am gifted in being uplifting, supportive, encouraging, and healing others. 
And if this is God's calling for me, I cannot be selfish or self-centered. Now, I could talk about this one a little bit. Um, So, it's actually very interesting because this was something that I chose for myself. And when I say I chose this for myself, I mean so far as being selfish. Um, Because around this time last year, I was going through a series of events where... I noticed the selfish ways of people or those that were close to me. And I used to always be this person that was so giving and sharing. And when I gave to people, there wasn't a cap. I would give even when I didn't have much or anything to give. And in doing this, I I found myself to be drained, exhausted. And at the same time, I wasn't giving to myself. So I was giving to people and I was looking for people to reciprocate something for me to make me you know to uplift my spirits and boost my spirits up but I wasn't receiving that and basically once I noticed that I decided to stop giving because I'm like well no one's giving to me and I'm giving to people all the time I need something too I felt like there wasn't an even exchange so I told myself I'm going to stop giving so much to people and I'm going to be selfish and what do you know a year later, here I am. Um, and I've noticed how selfish and self-centered I've become just through my actions. And it bothers me so much because it's it's just not something that I like. And I'm working on it now. Like now I uh, always focus on my intentions and I have conversations with myself mentally so that I can overcome that. Um, but, but I see that it's a problem area in my life. So I've decided to make a commitment in changing that. I just wanted to, you know, talk to you guys about that a little bit. Um, so that's one example. I have another example that I'm going to share. Yeah, no, I'll just stick with that one. If you all would like to hear about my other example, well, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to share it. (laughs) Okay. At first I wasn't sure, but eh, why not, right? So, for my second example, the weaknesses I have are inflexible, stubborn, impatient. The strengths I have are empathetic, great leader, and creative. My long-term goal, I have to be more understanding and open to compromise, but not in a way that enforces me to be neglectful to my own needs. And for my spiritual day-to-day activity, I have praying and meditating. For my physical day-to-day activity, I have taking my time, take a moment to breathe or cry, because when I get very frustrated, I cry, and telling myself that it's okay to cry. I also have, it's okay to vent, but don't complain. Being conscious of my language, be optimistic, and pushing the negative energy out. So during my free time, sometimes I like to write, I like to draw or create whatever I can. And this is an instance where I've noticed that I have strengths in being creative and being artistic so when I find myself facing adversity trying to use my talents to channel that negative energy so that's why I have write, draw create 
as a means of me pushing the negative energy out. From my mental day-to-day activity, I have knowing that I cannot control the types of situations I will encounter. Knowing that I can control how I respond to them. Being conscious of my actions when facing adversity and being conscious of my language when facing adversity. So again, um, sometimes when I face situations that are very inconveniencing or frustrating or sometimes overwhelming, I know that I can complain a lot and I'm working on this thing where I'm not complaining and it is so hard, you guys. Oh my gosh. But I feel that when we face certain situations, I feel like a lot of times there are tests for us to see how we have progressed along the way. And I feel that I am in a, I know that I am in a growing phase and stage of my life. So when I face adversity, I feel that it's even more important and crucial that I pay attention to the ways that I respond to them because if I'm if I'm growing, then I have to show my growth. I can't tell myself and believe that I'm growing if I'm doing the same things. If I'm still having the same reactions, if I'm, compl- if I'm complaining, and I used to swear a lot, if I'm swearing all the time. Um, so when I do face adversity, these are the things I'm telling myself so that I can better respond to them and react to them. Knowing I can't control the situations I will encounter and being conscious of my response at all times because I don't want to block my blessings by complaining and um, demoting God's power and God's ability. Because I feel that when you complain, sometimes it can be simple things that you're going through and God is testing you just to see okay if you can handle this then I know you can handle what I have for you in the future but if you're going through this and you can't even handle this then I know you can't handle what I have coming for you so that's another thing um that I tell myself so I can have better control of my response when facing adversity I wanted to talk about my long-term goal for a little bit um So I know I said to be more understanding and open to compromise, but not in a way that it enforces me to be neglectful to my own needs. And I wanted to highlight how I set needs, not wants, because I feel that, you know, needs are more important than wants. Um, So I'm a type of person that values relationships. Every relationship I have, whether they're friendships, associateships, acquaintanceships, um, partnerships, all types of relationships I have in my life. I value them a lot and I appreciate them. So one thing I've noticed about the relationships that I have or uh, having relationships with people is that I struggle with creating boundaries and letting people know when they've crossed the line and even drawing the line for myself because... I can be honest in saying that I used to be a person that tried to satisfy other people and keep them happy, you know, um, keeping them uplifted. And because I, I like other people, I, I like to see other people happy. I like to see other people smile and I like to hear other people laughing, you know, it makes me feel good to see people in a positive mood. 
So I would try to do everything I could to try to keep that mood going. And I noticed that in doing that, it was very detrimental to myself because I wasn't allowing myself to be honest. I wasn't allowing myself to be transparent with people. So in my relationships, I've noticed that they've become really toxic because I'm not allowing myself to be honest. So I chose to create a long-term goal that allows me and encourages me to draw a line, draw a line, draw a boundary with people and be more honest with people because it's necessary for me. That's something that I need. It that's something that I need if I plan to keep this relationship. Okay. So that was it for the goals. I feel like I've been talking a lot. Oh my gosh, my mouth is dry. <laughs> Um, so once again, I'm going to have a visual aid for you all. And I just want to talk about my goals um, to share them with you all so you can better understand my goals and understand why I chose to design them in the ways that I did. And I also wanted to get personal with you guys because, you know, I'm working on sharing and being a more transparent, not transparent, a more open, not transparent, because when you're transparent, And someone recently told me this. When you're transparent, there are no boundaries. When you're open, you have boundaries. So I'm working on being more open. And I decided to share that with you all as a means of being more open. So as you can see, my goals are very detailed. And they should be. Because the more specific you get in doing this, the better it is for you. Because you are learning how you do things and how to make your flaws work in your favor. Now, this will also force you to get more in tune with yourself and pay attention to the ways you think and behave. I actually think that may be the next episode. How to get in tune with yourself so you can better know yourself. Hmm. Something about. So I'm not sure what your current goals are, but hopefully this has inspired you to create more that are attentive to your inner self. I feel that success is categorized as only being a physical accomplishment when it's not. I mean, yes, success is what you make it. But even in acquiring physical things, one has to transform the inner self. Because you're going to go through the thing. Sorry. You're going to go through some things when you are working to receive those physical things. And oftentimes those things or those events challenge you like no other So, when establishing your own goals for wherever they may be, I want to emphasize the importance of patience and understanding. I would like for us all to remember that we are human beings. Human beings. And us human beings are very intricate creatures. We're so multifaceted and detailed in the most intimate ways. Sometimes it can be overbearing. But because we are so detailed and complex, this is even more reason why we have to be patient and understanding of ourselves. And love, and I mean truly love, every element of ourselves along the way. I know how frustrating it is to make a decision and regret it later. Or being so afraid of making a decision because you're so anxious about making the wrong one. I know I can lose patience with myself because there are moments where it seems like every part of me is unaligned with the others. So when making decisions, it's hard because I'm being pulled from different angles. And each 
angle offers a different perspective that's good. But I personally struggle with finding out a way to get them all on the same page so I can make a cohesive decision that is inclusive to my emotional, spiritual, mental, and physical self without neglecting any of them. And that's why being in tune is so important. Because when you're in tune, you can listen to yourself clearly and be like, all right, what's going on? What do we think about this? How do we feel about this? And, you know. And I could get so much deeper into that, but I'm going to save that for another episode because we're definitely going to come back to it. I think it fits into our theme of success, so I think I'm, I'm going to make that another episode. But that brings me to the end of this segment. I'd like to thank you all for taking time out of your beautiful day to dive deep with me. You know, coming to get these spiritual vibrations for your mental stimulation. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Toi. Also, be sure to share this material, you guys, with your family, your friends, your colleagues, your co-workers. Uplift someone's spirits today. Encourage someone today. And finally, be sure to tune in next time as we'll be discussing more topics pertaining to success and how to achieve your own success. Until then... You all have been an amazing audience. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and for listening. You have been listening to a segment of Meninge Trois. I have been your hostess, Keeks, and I thank you all for listening to my podcast. Make sure y'all come back for the next episode.